This is a HeadGum Podcast. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Tim. Tim, how are you this week? Tom, still feeling terrified. We're still in the midst of Halloween month. Yeah, oh boy. And it's only going to get spookier from here on out. Yeah. It really is looking at some of the, the topics we've got. I'm not going to give any of them away, but uh, things take a dark turn. I mean, they're already taking a dark turn this week, Tom. Well, they take an even darker turn, even darker than demons, if you can imagine it. Uh, Tim, I found out about a thing this week that, uh, I'm curious what your take is because I don't know if there's like a, like, I feel like there's a problem with all technology nowadays. I'm getting, uh, of course, very ahead of myself, but nothing, nothing, no new technology happens that you're like, whoa, that's really cool. Where you're also not like, oh boy, that's not good. That's probably not good for the long run. Yeah. Um. It, it, uh, I I tend to agree. I didn't know that you felt this way though. I I feel like you are always just like, put whatever cameras and microphones in my home. In my clothes. Yeah. No, I don't have any cameras or microphones in my home currently that are like on all the Tom, time. What are you talking into right now? <laughs> Well, yeah, this I have to keep on all the time because I never know when you're going to come over. And and when you come over, Tim, you're just like, all right, you don't even say a word. You just march up to the mic, you hit record, and you don't even hit record. Sorry, recording. Yeah, exactly. And then we just have to start. Mm-hmm. So that's the one. That's keep the, you on your toes, Tom. That's the exception that proves the rule. That's what keeps fresh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never know when the show's going to happen. I mean, right now, for example, it's 3.32 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And you just showed up wide awake. You I sold got... that joke by looking at your watch. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, you. You came in, you're, you rustled me out of bed. To your credit, Tom, you're just jumping right in. Yeah. Well, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Uh, I've always got to be ready. I took some pet pills right before, some uh, uppers like they do for the uh, like the jet pilots. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, pilot like not like commercial airline. No, no, they just uh, they just do street trucks. I think. <laughs> no, I've not. seen flight. I know how it goes. Uh, no, I'm talking about uh like uh Air Force like uh military pilots. Yeah, that's what uh you know because sometimes it's like you know the military can't be like oh well we don't want to get somebody hooked on amphetamines. Or it's like, well, what's the alternative? In the middle of war, somebody's going to be like, I need to uh, have nap time? Right. I don't think so. So they say, here, take two of these. And then they say, and if you get captured, take one of these. 
cyanide pill in the tooth. Yeah, I understand, Tom. They give him a tooth, and they're like, keep this tooth on you all the time. Tim, the thing that I'm uh, confused about or, or, or having conflicted feelings about, I, I feel like, I mean, I, I don't. I'm not a. I don't go to live sports that often. No, almost never. I'd say. No, I'd say like once a year I go to something like a baseball game or a basketball high school game. lacrosse field <laughs> hockey games. <laughs> or or I, I've been to hockey matches. Like we live close to the Barclays Center where mm. the the Nets and. Uh, uh, whoever else the Islanders play. <laughs> like I said, a I big wasn't gonna help you guy. out there. I was gonna, yeah. <laughs> it was like the Devils. No, that's New Jersey. Um, see, I know something about sports. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like this is a, a, a either this came about during the pandemic or it came about right beforehand. So I didn't I didn't catch wind of it. You know about this now that if you're on like the jumbotron, there's an app. Where you can like find your clip? Oh no! Called fifteen seconds of fame. That's not. I mean, well, but here's how it works, Tim. You download the app, and you know when they're when they've got somebody on camera, they don't know who it is. So you have to like scan your face with the app, like you do for uh, like Face ID, mm-hmm. and then the system's like, okay, cool. We'll use this just to see if you're in any of these videos. And then, you know, they match you and find it. So it's one of those situations where it's like, yeah, I mean, how else would you do it? I guess. Couldn't you just be like, I was at this game and in the third quarter I was on the. Who are you going to talk to about that? You just look in the database. Yeah, you type it in. Look in a database. Maybe looking in a database. And and say you're at a baseball game, you don't necessarily know like, oh, it's the bottom of the seventh that this happened. Well, you could figure it out. How could you figure it out by looking through the options? Oh, but then you, but then you're opening up everybody else's privacy. Now you can look at all these other clips of people on the jumbotron that were broadcast <laughs> on the jumbotron in a stadium to yeah. people. Well, I they mean, weren't like, they weren't like they weren't going to the bathroom. To they were, privacy they were waving to the camera. Everybody else in the stadium that you know what happens here. You know they have that whole like you can't. Uh, like, you know, give any recounts of the game. Right. You know, they're like, uh, any without, so you without think there's permission. some kind of like, uh, within the stadium. Yeah. Uh, some kind of, uh, pact that everybody makes. Like, nobody's going to talk about what they see on the Jumbotron tonight. Yeah. If we see something crazy, well, we're just going to keep it to ourselves. You know what? They're worried. They can't do this because they're worried about people like you getting into the, the, Kiss cam archives and perverts <laughs> like you would, uh, yeah, yeah, I'd be like, oh boy, I've yeah. got enough material here for the rest of my life, yeah, exactly. But, uh, the implications my, of that are <laughs> my thing, though, is I like the kiss cam videos where like people have to mouth that, like, no, this is my sister or whatever, right? I mean, that's what I like on the kiss cam. Okay, <laughs> just seeing two people very embarrassed and awkward about it. I don't it. like. Did they phase out the kiss cam? I feel like uh, the kiss cam can't. 
um, survive. I don't think they phased it out, climate. but I think probably they've maybe gotten better at like you know keeping an eye on people, see if they kiss before they put them on the kiss cam. <laughs> <laughs> they they hired a whole guy just to just to look and be like, keep an eye on who's kissing in the stands. Yeah, and you know, mark them down for us, scan them into the app, and then we'll know where to where where their seats are and everything. We'll know where to find them. So, what are people? What is this company going to do? With your face scan that you are well, uncomfortable. I am. My thing is like if they're gonna. So presumably, you know, with this thing, you've got to like sign up for an account. So you're giving them like your name and your email address and everything. And I'm just thinking now they've got like a 3D scan. I'm sure somewhere in that terms of service that it's like, oh, also we can use this to like scan all the security cameras mm-hmm. and tell who you are be like oh this guy's like a big nacho hound so like let's get him some more games because he's buying nachos right. all the time stuff like that okay so worst case and i'm devil's advocate here worst uh-huh. case scenario you're getting more nachos out of it no if anything it's like this guy loves nachos when he steps up to the when he bellies up to the nacho stand jack the price up uh, you know they've got those digital uh price boards yeah nowadays. dynamic pricing yeah it's like this guy loves nachos he'll pay anything we've yeah. got the video footage and artificial intelligence to prove it and this knucklehead gave it to us he scanned you know he he might as well have been saying i love nachos as he was scanning his uh his face in you know what i realized for the first time a week or two ago, mm-hmm. when an app asks for your birth date, yeah, you don't have to give them your real birthday. What you've been doing that all this time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm always just like whatever. Like, yeah. oh yeah, 1901, January 1st, 1901. Yeah, that's when I was born. Right. And I've never had something go like, ah, you're too old to watch this. You're right. too old to watch this red band trailer. <laughs> I mean, if if you are 120 <laughs> years old, yeah, um, the Red Band uh, director uh, Snyder cut trailer right, uh, could probably kill you. Th- this Deadpool trailer might just uh, shock you <laughs> well, to death, old man. Like really old people aren't accustomed to the meta humor, mm-hmm. and when the characters start looking at the camera, yeah. oh, you can see me. He knows he's in a movie. Yeah, I knew the first time I saw that train driving <laughs> towards the screen, and I ran out of the theater. I knew, I knew this would happen. They can see us. So, yeah, uh, I don't think I would ever take advantage of that. Have you ever been on the Jumbotron, Tom? I don't think so, but I don't know. Maybe I should download this you app and scan my face. Were. Maybe you're, I don't You're not know. watching the game when you're at the game. <laughs> I you're mean, looking, I you're like, show people kissing. <laughs> <laughs> show, pe- show people, uh, like, encourage people to kiss. And Yeah, well, usually I'm next to one of the cameramen. <laughs> They're like, hey, what about, and they're like, you know, filming a, a line drive down the third baseline. Like, oh, you missed it. There's th- those people were, were Frenching over there and you were busy, you know, videotaping this baseball going by, you idiot. Why do you think people pay tickets to come here? I was on the Jumbotron one time shortly after 9-11 at Yankee Stadium. Was it one of our city's heroes? <laughs> no, but I a think... A salute to the heroes of New York City. <laughs> it was me, a guy that like, uh, yeah. Like, yeah, you were what, like 19, 20, 21? I was, I was 19. Uh, was drunk. Like 
yeah, drunk probably. at a Yankees game. I think I was like applauding Rudy Giuliani, who was at the game. <laughs> like they put him on the. There he is, drug. a young Rudy Giuliani fan. It, well, no, it was when like it was like October yeah, two thousand one when people thought he was good, and uh, they showed him on the jumbo truck. He was at the baseball game for some reason and we're he like was at the baseball he's, games all the time he's doing he such a great job and, going and going to mets and yankees games yeah and like they gave a standing of everybody gave a stand and i stood up and like uh-huh. and then i was like hey i'm on the jumbotron and the one time i've been to hundreds of yankees games yeah. in my life we've been on the jumbotron one time uh you know, saluting rudy giuliani so that's something oh uh, hopefully those are in some archive somewhere and someday you'll get canceled for that All right, Tim. Enough uh, talk about baseball games. Enough talk about the corporate world. Enough sports talk. Oh, sorry. Yeah, let's let's get into the real shit. How the world really works. Tim, there was just a scary sound. I don't want to do this episode anymore. <laughs> Forget. It. We'll see you next week. Uh, demons, Tim. Yeah. That's the the topic for this week. Can and- I make a confession? Uh, if you tell me you're a demon, I'm going to be so upset. No, I'm not really clear on what a demon oh, is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, first, I that's a good segue, Tim, because I would like to first talk about what we're not going to talk about. First, we're not here to talk about speed demons. Oh, speed demons. The speed demons. No yeah. way. Uh, second, we are not here to talk about personal demons. Now, what do you mean by that? You know, like, uh, 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 what do you call it? Like weight around somebody's neck. You know, somebody's got like a, uh, an addiction problem. That's their demon. Okay. Or like, uh, depression can be a personal demon. Right. No, we're talking about real demons. Okay. (laughs) We're not talking about your fake problems. We're talking about demons, (laughs) real demons. Um, Tim, there, there's, there's a couple of different. You as you said, you don't really know what a demon is. Like I just always thought the demon, like a demon, was like the devil. Well, in a way, yes. So demons are a weird thing because, like, they're just monsters. Kind of. Well, like every religion and society and culture, for the most part, has like some idea about. Demons, evil spirits, speed demons, speed de- no, personal demons. Oh, no. Speed demons are personal demons. Uh, in the the Catholic Church, they they believe that uh, demons are fallen angels. Okay, that's like the devil too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, it's like ah, uh, they were good guys, but then how does an angel? fall what do they do like they get involved in like they fall in with the wrong gambling (laughs) they get involved in offshore gambling (laughs) operations uh no just like they succumb to sin i think right that's like you know they're they're that's gonna happen to an angel yeah what what what, What, uh, how am i gonna avoid this well i think part of the thing is like angels are around a lot longer than us i'm a perfect little angel (laughs) so i so I think, you know, I, I completely get if an angel's been around for like, you know, a few millennia. They're like, oh, boy, I'm bored. I, uh, you know what I'd like to do? Maybe play uh, dice in an alley just for, you know, a change of pace. Right. And then next thing you know, they're a full on demon. Right. A speed demon. A speed demon. A speed demon. Or other. No, not a speed. <laughs> God damn it, Tim. 
told you we're not talking about speed demons. Um, so that's what the Catholic Church thinks. Uh, other other uh, religions and people think that they are um, deceased who have committed sins on Earth. So kind of like so a, everybody, uh, everybody who hasn't Tom, been forgiven. Are you a sinner? No, Tim. I've never sinned in my life. Really? Um, ex- sure. Maybe I lustfully watched a few kiss cam videos. <laughs> um. So, you know, basically like bad ghosts, like somebody died and it's like, well, you're bad, but I guess not bad enough to go to hell. But again, it's like sometimes these people don't. You're like a stinker on earth, but not like a murderer. Yeah. Well, so it's interesting because um, I was reading that in the Middle Ages, Satan was seen as a laughingstock and a character that was more of an annoyance to God. Right. Wouldn't that be so cool if that were the case? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it, it sounds more like a like a, the Norse god Loki. It was right. like a trickster, right? Like that's that. You sounds, only know about that from the Marvel movies. I know about from you Norse mythology. About Norse Tim. mythology. Uh, and that sounds like what Satan used to kind of be like. Yeah, uh, but but then like, uh, oh, this rascal, and like he always winds up getting like a, a, a is come jar up and, stuck on his head or something. Yeah, well, it said he was he was play he was in like a lot of theatrical plays as a comedic fool who was uh, not only clumsy but also ugly. Yeah, so why did they have to make him so into was, this guy that like, like scared me as a kid and probably know. ruined a, a good part of my brain for a while? <laughs> right. When when in reality he was the Middle Ages Mr. Bean. <laughs> hey, don't say Mr. Bean's ugly, Tom. No, Mr. Bean's not ugly. Yeah, but you said in the um, Middle Ages. Uh, Rowan Atkinson's not ugly. Mr. Bean's ugly. Come on, Tim. He some just, of those faces he some makes. Some of those faces he makes are... Yeah. <laughs> they're not flattering. Yeah, I would say that. He's maybe not ugly, but it's not the most flattering-looking right. man. Not the handsomest man. The way he carries himself. Right. Again, his actions. You know, I'm one of these people that... Uh, I don't just look at physical beauty, Tim. I look at a person's actions. And to me, Mr. Bean's actions make him an ugly man. Deplorable (laughs) actions, yeah. (laughs) He's a selfish, spiteful, greedy little man. You know, uh, there's no two ways about it. I'm sick of people pretending otherwise. Save it for our uh, Halloween (laughs) month finale, Mr. Bean. (laughs) Um. So, do you know what a demon is afraid of? I was surprised about this. Hey, you can scare away a demon. Later in the episode, we'll be summoning a demon. So, I want you to be aware of... uh, We're going to do it here? We might, Tim. I'm going to go through the instructions. It's up to you whether you follow them or not. Into it. All right. Um, What, smoke? No, not smoke. Demons love smoke. Think about where they come from, hell. Yeah. Well, do they smoke. come from hell? Some of them do, yeah. See, I'm not clear, because wh- it seems like some of them come from heaven. Well, originally, yeah. They, where do they say, live is what I'm wondering. They'll say, uh, I'm from heaven by way of hell, <laughs> if, you, if you ask them where they're from. That's cool. Well, I, I grew up in heaven. Right. But uh, most recently, I... I but I, I've I, recently I, moved I, to yeah. hell, and uh, I really like it. I like being a demon. Um, yeah, smoke was a stupid answer. I'm sorry. <laughs> Although, I feel like you never, see, like, any depictions of hell, it's never smoky. 
No. And it's you would think it'd be burning very... fires, I guess. Yeah. Propane? They're running a lot of stuff on propane <laughs> down there. Um probably not loud noises either, because hell's loud, right? Yeah, hell is loud. All that crackling of the fire. Yeah, like uh chains and boulders falling and stuff. Like, screams, Whoa. screams of agony. Yeah. Yeah. Um light? No, the fire's light too. Yeah. Well, you could have said like sunlight. Yeah, sun I'm gonna say sunlight, Tom. Uh no, the answer is not sunlight. I'm sorry, my dog's trying to get under a blanket, Tim. And Your I have dog to help has her. been pacing around this entire time, just walking over the equipment. Well, walking up to me and just staring at me. Stop staring at me, Ginger. Well, Tim, I wish you hadn't brought that up because one of the other things about demons is that dogs and cats can see them oh, no. often. So maybe Ginger just kind of doesn't like the whole vibe going on right now. She's like, oh, tonight's the night they're finally going to do it. They're going to summon one of those little demons. They're not going to be able to see him. They, you know, they'll be fine, but I won't be able to sleep because there will be a little guy uh, following uh, the big guy around. Demons, they're probably afraid of God. Um, not really, I think. I guess maybe. I'll tell you what the answer is, Tim. I'll tell you what they're afraid of. Sympathy. Hmm. Which then makes you think of the Rolling Stones song. Sympathy for a demon. No, sympathy for the devil. Well, Tom, you, you've not... Yeah, <laughs> your dog is going nuts right now. Yeah, she doesn't want demons coming in here. Um, You're not really doing a good job explaining what a demon is if it's not just the devil. The, the devil, devil is a demon, you're telling yeah, me? Yeah, but the devil's got henchmen. Okay. And so they work for the devil. Sometimes, and sometimes they are the devil. Sometimes they've got nothing to do with the devil. Like, what a demon is... Just like a little red guy? He can be red. He can be other colors. Sometimes they're just like shadow people. There's, this isn't a good, succinct description of definition of what a demon yeah, is. Yeah, well, Tim, the demons don't want you to know exactly what they are yeah, because then wily, you might be I able to, to get them. So I read this book recently called, uh, I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God damn Voracious it. <laughs> reader, Tom Reynolds. <laughs> well, I, you know what, Tim? I like to look on the inside of books. I'm not just fixated on yeah, what I the just, cover when is. I read a book, When I say I've read a book... It just uh-huh. means I've read the cover several times. But it's got the title. It's got the author on it. Yeah. I've got the book. I, I, I looked it up real quick. Hold on. Uh, Passport to Magonia from Folklore to, to Flying Saucers. Tim. <laughs> this is the kind of book you read. <laughs> yeah. I read a lot of books I pick up at like new age shops nowadays. It's cool. Um, Tim, this book postulates that. Like aliens, demons, one in the same. Aliens are demons. Yeah, that like and demons are aliens. Yeah, that basically like there's an uh an, you know some kind of entity, some kind of life form here on Earth that we don't understand. Maybe it doesn't even live in our dimension, or it can pop in and out of our dimension, and it changes how it appears to us. And, so, and, you know, like back in the day, it was like, I'm a little devil. I'm a little stinker. Right. But nowadays, it's like, well, 
we we gotta we gotta make ourselves look like something that you know if if people go go on you know go to the news station or something they're like i saw a, the devil he came here people are gonna be like all right you need to get to church or you need to stay away from church <laughs> but like that's not there's no way that really happened but if they're like, I saw an alien, it came in my room and it abducted me. Now people are going to be like, oh, okay, well, tell me more. Really? Yeah. And people like you. <laughs> people like me. I mean, if if somebody told you they saw an alien, would you believe them more than if they told you they saw a demon? No. Really? What if they saw the alien come out of a spaceship? I, I guess I would because I, I do believe in uh extraterrestrial life right right theoretically mm-hmm. uh-huh. and i don't believe in a demon d- despite what my fifth grade teacher told the entire class what did your fifth grade teacher tell the entire it's class like, well i that I, you were I've a little you demon this. no you were a little devil there was this there was this kid with behavioral <laughs> I mean, we problems went, we went to a secular uh <laughs> school they shouldn't have been talking about demons no this was a thing and the the teacher was uh, between a rock Public and a hard school, place here. That's what I mean yeah. to say, yeah. Um, there was a bad kid in mm. in the class. I think it's I've told won. the story before. But, um, you know, he had, like, a lot of behavioral problems. Yeah. And he was, like, being good for a while or something. And, yeah. like, he mentioned, like, oh, yeah, well, my dad told me that there's a little, uh, like, red demon that works for the devil. Mm-hmm. Um, that like, you know, watches yeah, he's uh, on people one shoulder. on on Earth. No, like oh. like like just like you'll see him in the bushes. You'll see him oh, like yeah, hiding yeah. behind a book on the bookshelf, mm-hmm. and he's reporting back to the devil when you do bad stuff. So he could be like, okay, cool. <laughs> so the devil kind, could be like, excellent. Kind of like an elf on the shelf, uh, right. but, for, but for for like, the devil, but for like scouting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then the, the devil will be like, okay, cool. This guy, this kid's the, done enough bad kid, things. And like, well, he's he can be an agent of Satan. No, now. no, no. Like, he's gonna go to hell and oh. suffer in hell, right? Oh. So, like, a demon would be, and like, this demon was like the devil's henchman. You would, you would think the devil would be like, ah, uh, ah, oh, this kid's been bad. He's gonna go to hell, and he's gonna love it. He's gonna have a great time in hell. Well, you would think the devil. He wasn't would, thinking that, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you saying, gotta calm down. I think the devil would would be like, "Oh, that do-gooder! I'll make them go to hell and suffer." No, 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 because it's it's kind of like the devil can't broker getting a good guy into hell. Yeah, right. God will intervene and be like, "No, he he's 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 coming upstairs." Right. Yeah, but the, God doesn't care about little stinkers. No, exactly. So basically, the. the this kid was told mm-hmm. that these demons were watching him and reporting back to the devil that if he did anything bad, then the devil would bring him down to hell when he died. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, that's a, that's a good deterrent. <laughs> and he was telling us about this like during our free time in fifth grade, <laughs> uh-huh. and somebody got real spooked and asked the teacher, "Like, is this true? Like, yeah. this guy's dad is telling about that?" And the 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 teacher like didn't want to like this kid to start right. misbehaving again, yeah. so he was just like. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and when a teacher tells you that demons are watching you all the time to make sure that you're being good all the time, and you're 
eight years old. That kind of screws no, with you a little. Grade, bit. you're like ten, eleven, right? Yeah, yeah. And he was like, "What?" He was like, "Why, why don't you guys should all go home and ask your parents?" And then yeah. I was like, oh, "Okay, that's." Uh, oh, I get it. Oh, yeah. that's that's what they tell us when things aren't real. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I didn't even bother asking. That's got to be by far the worst part of being a teacher, is like uh, dealing with situations like that. Yeah, we're t- some bad kid and uh, insane <laughs> things told to him by his parents. So he but, would... but it's making him act good. Yeah. So it's like, well, maybe I should reinforce this. Yeah. But I'm sure some kids in that class like were freaked out for, for years because well, of it. Well, maybe they should have been freaked out for years, Tim. Maybe they're not wrong. Maybe there are little little demons watching us reporting back to the devil about it. Mm. That same thing too with, with these aliens, Tim, there are the small grays and the tall grays and like the small ones seem like they're kind of like the little minions. Everything comes back to aliens. But then the tall grays, they talk to either the Nordics, if you're lucky or the reptilians, if you're very unlucky. Okay. Tim, demand for exorcisms is on the rise. Is it? Is it? Yeah, it is. There, there used to be. Uh, oh wait, the, demons are what possess you. Yeah, sometimes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I should have mentioned that demons are what possesses you sometimes. Right. Um. Uh. The Catholic Church used to only employ one exorcist now for the they, whole world. Yeah. Now they employ ten. That's still low, I feel it's, like. It's a tenfold increase in jobs. Yeah. Not too shabby. Mother Teresa was exercised. Really? At age 87. A demon got her? Well, I think they just want to play it safe. Yeah. She was like in the... <laughs> she... You want to be proactive with the... <laughs> yeah, because that's a pretty good get. If a yeah. demon possesses Mother Teresa and then goes back to the, the Satan... And he's like, hey, guess who I got today? Yeah. Guess who I possess? She can get got. Yeah. yeah. And and the devil's like, oh, who? Ozzy Osbourne? He's like, no. Somebody hard to get. Right. Mother Teresa. Um, Teresa, Teresa. Why, mm-hmm. why is it like that, huh? Mm. <laughs> uh, but anyway, she was like in the, in the hospital for like, uh, yeah, she was 87. So like, you know, take your pick while she was in the hospital. Right. Uh, but at some point she had insomnia, uh, which, you know, sounds like, well, 87 year old woman in here for like heart trouble, like who knows what's going on, but, uh, <laughs> maybe the doctors checked her out. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I think the doctors checked her out. I don't think the doctor said, uh, you know what might be happening. A demon might be yeah. inside her. Who but, knows what doctors they brought her to though. That's true. But I think like the, you know, like Vatican officials were like, Oh, you know what? She's like real weak right now. It's like a demon might've gotten in there. We'll do like mm. a light exorcism. Right. Don't, I don't think be they, afraid that freak somebody out. Freak out an old lady. By just well, being like the power of Christ compels you, and like oh, spring. freak her out. Yeah, no, nah, she'd probably be thrilled. Tim, she was uh, super into religion. Yeah, but what if she was just like, uh, oh crap, like a demon's got like oh, she's the Christ. most. <laughs> <laughs> this, she'd be the most uh, susceptible to getting freaked out by being. Uh... Yeah, but she'd probably also be the first. Because like, that... if somebody told me like Tim, the, a demon possessed you, I'd be like, probably not. <laughs> But she would probably be like, 
oh, if somebody from the Vatican told you, then would you be like, uh, Tom? This might surprise you. I don't, <laughs> I don't put too much. Uh, well, but what if, what if the Vatican, what if like a Vatican official showed up at your apartment tomorrow, knocked on your door, and they were like, "We've been tracking a demon. He came here. He's inside you." Then I think he'd probably be like, oh, "Well, I'll, you know, there must be something why he came all the way from Vatican angle. City to here." Some angle. Where are they going to get out of you? I don't know. Riches. <laughs> I don't think you have riches. The Vatican's got all kinds of riches. They're not interested in your riches. Yeah, well, uh, it's not to say they, you don't. They've tracked down the fact that I have the Holy Grail. What? You, it's been you who's had it the whole time? People tell me it belongs in a museum. But, but you I, say, no, it belongs no, in my cupboard. In my personal collection. Yeah, I, it, uh, it's what I drink my coffee out of. Yeah. It makes it taste, I don't have to put any uh, cream or sugar in with this it's holy sweet. grail. It's sweet, uh, it's naturally sweet. Yeah. It turns my coffee from bitter to sweet. Man, wasn't it crazy in uh, uh, Last Crusade that that guy didn't, you know, he thought like, oh, Jesus will have the most ornate cup. It's like, do some basic research about Jesus, you dumb Nazi. <laughs> We'll be right back. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. To learn more about demons, I went to uh, the place where they all congregate, the internet. Trolls. Trolls, demons, daemons. Ever get a, a mailer daemon? Oh yeah, yeah. That's a that's a daemon. They're like, nope, not this email. 
This email is going right back to you. Um, Tim, a lot of people... I So I was falling down some rabbit holes as far as how to summon a demon, which I teased earlier. Right. Would We may or may not. I would like to try it. Tom, are you afraid of demons? Yeah, I'm afraid of demons. Why wouldn't I be afraid of demons? Because have you ever seen one? Uh, Not that I know of, but I probably have. I've probably talked with one. What does that mean? Probably some demon made itself appear as like a person or an what animal powers to me. Do de- I don't understand what demons a demon can is. do anything. So Tim. what is the danger? Do they kill people? Sometimes, yeah. Who? Other people. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they possess people and then make those people kill people. Okay. That that tracks. Yeah, I mean, some people say that's mental illness, but you know, it's a demon. Right. Let those people free. They shouldn't be in jail. It's not their fault, but the demon's in jail. Yeah. Um, but I was good re- luck locking a demon up, right? They can probably turn into sulfur. Or something. Yeah, you're gonna have to lock them up in some kind of a magic circle. You're gonna have to do mm. something with, yeah, I don't know, maybe like a, a ring of salt or chalk or something what did that what was all that stuff in like movies where they put like powder on the ground and then they'd light it on fire what's that powder how can i get that uh, uh, hold that, of that powder's powder is probably phosphorus yeah that'll do it let's get some phosphorus <laughs> you'll light the whole thing on fire it'll make <laughs> one huge flash and then that'll be it it'll be gone that's okay. we can get some phosphorus yeah yeah i think that's a good thing to put in our audio only podcast a little phosphorus flash no we could do it as a live event tom We'll get people out. Um, Tim, the one time we tried to use well, a fog machine in our live show, we were we were almost thrown out of there. Yeah, no, we'll do this. We weren't allowed to use a fog machine indoors, I think. We'll yeah. do this at like an amphitheater or something. <laughs> right, all of our amphitheater shows. Tim, there's, a, uh, there's like a bunch of demons. Some of these demons have names, but demon. It, it's also one of those things where like demons don't want you to know their names. Okay. They Why don't not? like it. Because like if you know their name, then like it takes some power away from them, I think. Mm. So like I was saying, sympathy That's a good power move. Yeah, sympathy for a demon. Uh because like a lot of demons, they actually can't really do anything to you. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, listen, they can't really do anything to you, at least to begin with. Um so if you give them sympathy, if you're like, oh, poor demon, I feel bad for you. You're a demon. They're like, ah, oh, fuck that. You know, it's like a bully kind of. Right. You know, like it, they're looking for a reaction. If you don't give them the reaction they're looking for, then they don't it like takes that. their power away. Yeah. So same thing, knowing their name, because then you're like, oh, you're not just like a random evil spirit. It's like, oh, I know you. You're Larry, the, the right. friendly demon. Right. But there's one. Atchem, Tim, I think he haunts us because he, he is the demon of Thursday. Ooh. Yeah. Every day's got its own demon, and those demons, they only operate on those days. Well, we got a speed demon. A speed demon. Right outside, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, we record every Thursday. Mm-hmm. And, uh... For the most part. Achim? Achim? A-C-H-A-M. Hmm. Are we going to try to summon him? Uh, don't what jump What does he ahead. do? Will he get like in the wires and like 
He might get in the wires. He might even get in the circuit boards. Oh, Jesus. We don't know. Oh, Damn, we, we might have to not just get new wires. We have to get new circuit boards. This, this is seeming uh, less and less attractive of a process. So to summon a demon, you have to get into black magic. Okay. And Tim, into before, before you get all like, oh, I'm not that scared of that. Uh, black magic, magic with a K at the end of it. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Real stuff. Um, Tom, I just read a book about magic, about like uh, underground magic stuff. <laughs> like real magic? Or no, like stage magicians. Ma- okay. Yeah. <laughs> what, what does that mean, underground <laughs> This is what I was, I was intrigued. And, and it just turned out Who that- Who do they do their <laughs> tricks for then? Guess what? The, 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 the book jacket kind of lied to me. It was, it was mostly about like- Guys who are on Instagram doing uh, magic on Instagram. Well, that's not underground. That's just Instagram magic. Yeah, but like it's like, but nobody knows anything about these guys, and they all have a secret society. Well, obviously somebody knows something about it. Somebody wrote a book. They wrote about a book it. about it. the guy infiltrated the secret society, oh, and like, yeah, I would have read the hell out of that book. That sounds, but it wasn't good. <laughs> I don't want to speak badly about a book. I did not enjoy the book. It just well, seemed you like say it didn't. It didn't fulfill the the promise right right like it, it was selling you on something else maybe, maybe that author got bamboozled by a publisher no he seemed very uh he, he was complicit <laughs> this is not great but what i did learn tom uh-huh is that there's a uh like a legendary magic shop on like 38th street in oh, manhattan really? you want to go to a magic shop this yeah week? is it like are we gonna have to like do something to get in like does it only appear if we like, you know, stamp our foot three times and you gotta kiss? You gotta kiss on camera. <laughs> we have to go to a major sporting event and get on the kiss cam. Yeah, and then you have to show them proof. Yeah, so you we're have gonna to get have the to, app. Yeah. You have to show it the to the whole them. thing. But I hear it's worth it. <laughs> um, I would except like any time I've ever been to a magic shop, I've been going to a magic shop. So it's like a real weird feeling. Because I feel like, oh, was that a demon? <laughs> Something just moved completely on its own. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that actually was. Yeah. Um, you, I feel like when you go to a magic shop, either it's like, all right, you're either going to buy like some of the kid tricks or like the stuff you want to buy is going to be like, well, that's $2,000, that right. trick. And you're like, well, I'm not actually a professional magician. Remember the time we went to like a professional referee store? Did we? Uh, maybe you weren't there. I went to a professional referee store one time. <laughs> this is the weirdest place I've ever been to in my life. Oh, uh, yeah. Just like, just like whistles and stuff. Yeah, just whistles and different jerseys. Huh. And like that's kind of what, what at the professional referee store is kind of like. I don't know. What's the most expensive thing you could sell here? Like a super fancy referee jersey that's like $150 maybe. Mm. And like maybe you sell a couple of those, but otherwise you're selling like $5 whistles. We're not here to talk about the economics of opening a referee store. (laughs) I don't know why I'm confused about it, but then also like, and there's only one in the entire (laughs) city of New York. Um Yes, I would like to go to that magic shop, but I'm talking about black magic okay. here for a moment. 
Um, phosphorus and whatnot. Beyond phosphorus. I was reading... Oh, uh, this is an anecdote that has nothing to do with anything, but you'll enjoy it. Um, black magic critics, typically fundamentalist Christians or politicians seeking their support, see demons inside every album. Oh, this is... I was reading about, um, uh, like, uh, what do they call it? Backmasking? Oh, where they put... Uh, hidden messages in a popular record yeah. that you can hear by playing the record backwards. Right. So like, you know, that's, that's often cited. I feel like not as much anymore, but I'm sure some people still cite it as like, you know, that's demons at work. That's uh, you know, they're working for the devil doing that. Okay. But I had never heard this example in April, 1986, Ohio, Ohio minister Jim Brown convinced local teenagers to burn their records of TV's Mr. Ed's theme song, <laughs> somehow persuading them and their parents that the reversal of a horse of a, a horse is a horse yields someone sang this song for Satan. Can we get audio of that? I don't think so. I mean, a horse is a horse, and someone sang this song for Satan. Don't have the same number of syllables. Wait, in 1986, a bunch, 1986, of, a bunch teens of teenagers had to burn their vinyl records. They had of Mr. vinyl records of the Mr. Ed theme song. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine there was more than one or two weird teenagers at this record burning. But they make it sound like no, the whole town came out, hundred, yeah. hundreds of Mr. Ed albums, uh, and they they burn them all. Are you trying to find it right now? Yeah, I am, Tom. How how could I not? You, I don't think you're going to be able to find it of Mr. Ed playing Mr. backwards. theme song backwards is, I typed in Mr. Ed. <laughs> oh, and that's one of the first things that comes yeah. up? Well, you know, uh, your phone knows you're into the occult. She hasn't to give that didn't sound like someone Something sang this song about, for uh, Oh, I'm getting a phone call. Oh, you're getting... Oh, it's Mr. Ed. <laughs> it's Mr. Ed from Beyond the Grave. Okay, well, anything backwards sounds like it's Satan Yeah, stuff. of course. Yeah. All right. So yeah, uh, Mr. Ed, not not part of uh, Satan. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go out and say, this I play- mean, a talking horse, Tom. That's true. Yeah, maybe that's what got this. Uh, Jesus Minister Christ, like, Jim talk Brown. about uh, possessed by a demon. Yeah, uh, this same uh, one of these websites where I was he looking was a racehorse. He'd be a regular speed demon. The speed demon, Tom. Tim, we're not talking about speed demons. Uh, the same one of these websites I was looking this stuff up. They were selling black magic training. It was only twenty five dollars for twelve lessons, hmm. but the lessons seem very like. Th- th- here are some of the things they said they would that these lessons would teach you how to manipulate energy. It's like oh, you can wow. do that anyway. Hey, ever hear flipping on a light switch? Yeah, but I'm talking about like energy, you know, with like your hands, like uh, Ryu they and never Street said, Fighter. They too. never said that though, Tom. Psychic protection. Psychic protection. What's that mean? Being able to protect yourself from like uh, psychic attacks from other black magic wielders. Okay. Uh, letting go of fear. 
I could use that. Well, and that's the thing. Then it gets into more just like self-help stuff. Then it's stay focused on your goals (laughs) (laughs) and then unleash your financial potential. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should get into black magic. It seems like it could be a positive uh, influence on our lives. I'm just saying there's probably other books that you could read first that would help you with these things before you go about summoning demons to help you with these. Uh, I do do need a uh, financial overhaul. Maybe a demon's just the guy to help me. Um, I was also looking on uh, popular website Quora. You ever go on Quora? Yeah, it's, Quora.com. Uh, it's uh, like Yahoo Answers kind of. Yeah, it's like Yahoo Answers. It used to be, I feel like, a little more uh, like uh, uptown. Yeah. More higher class. Yeah, not, not these days. No, though. I think it's just... And um, uh, so this one person asks on here... Uh, um, you say Quora or Quora? I guess Quora, because it's like mm. questions, mm. Quora, Quora, queries, queries, um, are demons real and can they hurt you? Um, and this person, Mark Jones replied, there is no such thing as demons. And I should know because as a Levian Satanist, I've done a lot to encourage their presence. And he's uh, side note, Levian Satanists do not believe in a literal Satan or in gods, demons, angels, or spirits. The character of Satan in the Christian Bible is to us a symbol of freedom, logic, and worthy imitation. Hmm. So they don't believe in Satan, but they think he's cool. <laughs> I guess is basically this uh, uh, thing. By Christian standards, my home should be a cesspit of demonic activity. When I left the Jehovah's Witnesses, I went through a period of oh, investigating. Okay, I, see what here. <laughs> I went through a period of investigating whether spirits exist. Here are some of the things I did. I've done. You did all these things in this house, Tim. First one, burned a Bible. Okay. Yeah, you would think right away a demon would pop up and be like, "Hello, baby." <laughs> I see you're burning well, we a Bible. Established that they're afraid of smoke, so they wouldn't do no, that. No, they're not afraid of smoke, Tim. That's what you thought. I'm also imagining a demon is like a Clippy in Microsoft Word, where you it's just... like, "Oh, I see you're trying to <laughs> summon a demon. Maybe I can help you with that. Yeah. You, you're off to a great start, burning a Bible." <laughs> Made a Ouija board and used it. Nothing. And then he burned the Ouija board huh. and still nothing. I don't think burning the Ouija board would. Yeah. Do much. I mean, if you burned a Bible and that didn't bring a demon, yeah. they're not going to be like, oh, but how dare you burn a Hasbro product? <laughs> um, bought tarot cards and used them. Nothing. Again, it's like. That's just. Yeah. I mean, people do tarot cards. It's. I mean, I'm sure some people think it's like demonic, but whatever. Uh, But spent the night in a so-called haunted house. Nothing. What haunted house did this guy have access to? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Look, you're you're not guaranteed something's going to happen if you stay at a haunted house. You know, these these demons, these ghosts, they know when a looky-loo's around. And they're like, oh, yeah, I know what this guy's here for. Don't demons want to be seen? Um, I don't, I don't understand what demons are or what they do. by the end of the night. Okay. Um, he hired a witch to curse his house. Okay. He lost Wi-Fi signal for a day (laughs) after that. 
But then Virgin Media informed him that they were drilling through a cable outside and he got a 40-pound compensation. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is not bad. I've never heard of any... Like, any time the internet's gone out, yeah. uh, anybody getting compensation. No. Um, so maybe that maybe it was the devil that, you know, pulled You're that. on the right track, yeah. <laughs> uh, they drew a huge inverted pentagram on their floor in a spare room and nothing. They read the Satanic Bible and openly called out the names of uh, the different names of the devil. Regularly blasphemed God, okay. collected Hindu idols, uh, use oh boy, use a statue of Jesus to shovel dog shit from my backyard. Yeah, that's just unnecessary though. <laughs> yeah, that's just gross. You don't have to bring poop into this. Yeah, that's look. You're not gonna summon any demons. All you're gonna do is uh, make Jesus be like, "Oh, come on, man! Yeah, don't don't do that with cool. one of my yeah. statues." But also, Jesus would probably be like, "Don't have a statue of me either." Yeah. Um, but the worst thing, Tim, the worst thing he did, he used pages of the Bible to smoke his joints. Oh no, reefers! Reefers. He made reefers, and there and this is the one thing out of all these things that he included a picture of. It's like I want to see the. Pentagram that you yeah. drew in a in a show us the statue covered in feces. <laughs> no, not that. But it's just like a page of the Bible, and it's like a lit joint, and it's like I bet that tasted fucking awful. Like yeah. I don't know, you're not supposed to smoke paper that you <laughs> you find in a book or whatever. Um, that'd be a good. Uh, that'd be a good product to sell at a head shop. Oh, uh, just like rolling papers with like passages from the Bible. Yeah, or just a Bible where like every every page is made out of rolling paper material. (sighs) That'd be a lot of papers. The Bible's pretty long. I know. Yeah. So you could sell it for a lot. That's you can get like one of these like um, really militant atheist uh, stoner types. To be like to save up for months for like the ten thousand dollar like I don't know if it would cost ten thousand dollars. But I think um bless you, Tim. Thank you, you sneeze. I wasn't gonna say bless you, but then I was like, Well, we're demons, summoning demons. Be, yeah, we exactly. might we should, we should probably be extra Bless cautious. each other as much as possible at this point. Um I feel like you could also sell one of those uh Bible stoner papers to like a really religious stoner too. Right. Be like, hey, You've read God's good word, but have you breathed it? Right. Yeah. yeah. You can use uh, you can use God's word <laughs> to inhale God's herb. Yep. Um, that's what they call it, Tom. God's that's herb. That's not what they call that's it. That's what all weed heads call weed. God's um, herb. All right, Tim. Uh, uh, look, we're 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 closing in on the end of the show here. We're getting there. Okay. I'm going to talk about how to summon a demon. I'm on the uh, occultist.net, how to summon a demon. <laughs> occultist.net. Not the occultist. Occultist.net. Okay. I was saying the, like, you know how I'll say, like, have you checked the Google.com? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the I same I was on way. the Facebook earlier. Yeah. And then you didn't have Justin Timberlake to tell you, like, no, drop the the. It's cleaner. Right. Yeah. It, I'm hoping to summon Justin Timberlake by just uh, <laughs> calling it the Facebook all the time. <laughs> Why summon a demon? Good way to start off a guide, right? Right. Um, 
You know what a good way to start off a guide on demons mm-hmm. uh, would be? What is a demon? <laughs> uh, I think it might explain that in the beginning. Uh, <laughs> but I'm skipping that part. Okay. This is long story short, when summoning a demon, you should always have a good reason to do so. In other words, you want a demon to assist you in some task. Example one, you have a health issue. Demon Boer is known for healing. Alistair- Wait, they're good? Some they're of like them- doctor, there's doctor demons? Well, I think, you know, maybe there's a cost. That's okay. Alistair Crowley successfully summoned Boer at one point to assist his mentor with his respiratory issues. This is sounding a lot like Lonely Girl 13 now. What, what happened next was the mentor was able to travel to Sri Lanka and recuperate from his illness. Huh. Um, you want to make more money. You might want to summon Mammon. 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 M-A-M-M-O-N. The demon of avarice okay. is a great option. Mammon. Mammon was. This is all good stuff. Was worshipped for hundreds of years as a wealth deity in the ancient world, especially by Phoenicians, who Phoenicians, Phoenicians, oh the blinds, who were a wealthy trade-oriented nation. Uh, Mammon was also known as the ambassador to England. Is this a real person? We should when, summon this guy. When Let's I summon, it. well, listen to this, Tim. When I summon Mammon. My online income doubled in two months without two actually doing months. anything special. Okay. I, we'll have to see if there's a, a demon of patrons. Yeah, the on, patron on Patreon, demon of patrons. Uh, which demons to summon? Uh, this is the second most important question because not all demons are the same. Every demon has particular attributes and powers. You should summon a demon that corresponds with your roles. That makes sense. If you want to become a sex magnet, Zepar is my favorite. Zepar? Yeah. That's a sexy name. If you summon Zepar, but you actually want to make money, there's a conflict in energy. Zepar will urge you to go out and chase potential partners, but you'll be too anxious or unwilling. We don't need Zepar, Tom. Get, no. Get, move on from Because Zepar. you want to work on your... Well, that's what this guy's saying. Don't summon Zepar. Yeah, we want Mamun. Ma, Mamun. 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 Uh, oh, you can combine demons. How many demons to summon at the same time? Uh... Oh, if you summon demons with conflicting powers, this uh, the we same. We should keep it simple, Tom. The same thing will happen. And they give the example: if you summon Zephar, Mammon, Buer, and Lucifer. Oh, Lucifer is a demon for spiritual enlightenment. I've never heard that before. <laughs> Who wrote this? Did Lucifer write this? Uh, uh, it would create a ton of confusion. Basically, it sounds like, uh, yeah, you get all four of them in the room. And it's like, you know, all of them are alphas. All yeah. of them are big dogs. And they're all like, oh, I want to show up in their big dogs T-shirts. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you can combine Mammon and Bealil for self-confidence and motivation. Both these demons belong to the of the earth element. So they're in good correspondence. Likewise, summoning Lucifer and Abaddon. The demon of the abyss helps with un- eliminating unnecessary things in life. Could work better than summoning Lucifer and uh, Zebar. Oh, and then there's a link to secret Lucifer summoning ritual. Hmm. Where to find demons to summon? Tom, are you just going to read this webpage or are we going to freaking uh, summon How a to demon? summon a demon step by step. Okay, jeez. Every grimoire 
And every magician has their own magical system. We know that. We're magicians. We have our own magical Mm -hmm. systems, which means that they're not just one thing to do. All these rituals have a few things in common. They are the core concepts, and they're at the root of every ritual. We compare a magician with a painter. Same as blah, blah, blah. All right, here's the skeleton of every effective summoning ritual. Know your goal. Step one. Okay, mammon. We're going to get rich. All right, we're going to get... Well, the goal is getting rich. Step two, find a demon whose power corresponds with your goal. Mammon. Mammon. Enter a trance state to communicate with the demon. Go. Oh, Tim's in a trance. Uh-oh. Oh, give me a second. I got to get into a trance. I can get into a trance. Now I recognize when you're in a trance. You're in one right now. Once you're in a trance state, communicate your desire to the demon and ask for assistance. After Mammon. having received the answer, end the ritual by asking the demon to leave. Oh, that's rude. Yeah. And or leave, d- Mammon. Or, <laughs> and or get on with the task you have assigned it with. So you can also be like, you know, hey, I don't know, I, I need some milk for the morning. So wait, this is this is. I don't know if you can do that. I I added that part. This sounds well. I think maybe counter to what I always thought demons were. Demons, you can just summon them and they'll do you a solid, and then you can ask them to leave, and they'll be like, "All right, cool, yeah, I picked you up this money you asked for, well, and like now I I'm said, gonna Tim, get out of here. Thanks for your time. I've the, been mamming. <laughs> this guide I'm reading might very well have been written by Lucifer himself. So. I'm just the I'm just the messenger here. Um, all right, so they give the example goal step one. I want to become a powerful magician. Oh, we should have done this goal first. Tom, are we gonna do this, or are you gonna just read from this web page the whole time? It's good. To I know. tried to get into a trance before, and you well, kept you knocking me out of it. Well, you don't even know how to get it. into a trance, Tim. I, I get into trances all no, because once I get my eyeballs into, turn into spirals. Once I get into what it what. What a real magician does to get into a trance, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I feel like a real horse's ass. require you reading another six paragraphs from this weird web page? Demon. Uh, so this is, if you want to become a powerful magician, payman, paymon. Uh, the spirit can teach all arts and scientists and other secret things. He can discover unto thee what the earth is. And what holdeth it up in the waters, and what mind is, and where it is. Enter a trance state through meditation, repeating Paimon's name as a mantra, gazing at his sigil. Sig- sigil? S-I-G-I-L? How do you say that word? I don't know what that means. I think it's sigil. What does um, that mean? It's like a symbol. Just say symbol. Like a pentagram is a sigil, I believe. Really? Um in this trance state, call forth King Paimon and ask him for advice or answers on anything that is within his powers, and many things are. And then number five, ask him to leave and close the ritual. How to get into a trance state, Tim. This is what you're not doing right. Trans- I know how to do it, Tom. Trance induction is a crucial part of the ritual. This is why magicians use many devices like candles, mm-hmm. sigils. <laughs> Which we're not clear on what those swords. are. Swords. Wands. You have some swords here. No, I wish I did. You got uh, rid of all your swords? Yeah, I don't think I have Yeah, no, I had two swords for a while. Yeah, yeah, but the they sword were on of darkness <laughs> and the sword of light. Yeah, which would have been perfect for yeah. any kind of uh, seance, even yeah. though they were from the Home Shopping Network. And they didn't belong to me. 
they belonged to somebody who left them at our our old apartment. Yeah. And then I just had them for a long time. They like followed me around. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not the worst thing in the world, having a couple of swords follow you around. Mm-hmm. Um, mage robes. Uh, which I've been meaning to get anyway. Well, mage robe. That's yeah. Like a- I know that'll be cool, but I'm thinking of just in general becoming a robe guy. Yeah, so you'll be wearing like Charlie Rose kind of (laughs) perfect example. (laughs) So you'll be wearing like a terry cloth or silk robe, and I'll have like a big heavy mage robe. Will be quite a pair, Tom. Um, It's also why rituals should be performed in a quiet, isolated setting. Scary places like graveyards or ancient ruins are used for the same purchase purpose. Uh, the mind is everything, and it can transport from mundane reality to the magical reality where you're able to communicate with spiritual entities and perform magic. Okay. Uh, and then I just go, oh. So uh, go to a graveyard, go into a trance with a sword while wearing a uh, big heavy robe. That's a start. And then you just ask Mammon for money. Well, no, Timmy got into a trance state. Here's some of the That's other. What I'm st- well, listen, here's some of the other ways you can oh get into my God. it. Repeating a mantra, so like meditation, just uh-huh. focusing, uh, using a demon sigil, drawing it on a piece of paper, and gazing at it or visualizing it in one's mind. Right. So you don't even know where the sigil is. How are you going to I know in practice trance? how to go to a Tom, look at my eyeballs. Oh, they're yeah, they're spirals. They're spirals. Okay, you are in a trance. Yeah. Oh, all right. You're acting very normal for being in a trance. It's how good I am at being in a trance. I'm in a trance usually, Tom. Um, Using theta frequency binaural beats. You ever use binaural beats, Tom? Yeah. Gives me a headache. I think I put it on too loud. I use actually, uh, I use this website, (laughs) brain.fm. Yeah. But it's more for like, they're not necessarily like binaural. Listen, stop laughing at me. Oh, signing up for black magic lessons. That's not funny, but using a website called Brain.fm. Oh, all of a sudden, the laughing stock of the village. Uh, It's basically just like. uh, ambient music, like atmospheric oh, yeah. music, like you know, no lyrics, and uh, you know they they claim they've got. I don't think they say that as binaural beats, but it's like oh, it matches with like your brain waves yeah. and stuff. Yeah, because I remember like you know, does it work? Do you feel yourself getting smarter? No, I just use it to like focus, and it works pretty uh, good. Okay. Um, like while I'm working, I'm, I'm listening to them right now. <laughs> um. I remember, though, like binaural beats, like when MP3s became a thing, it was like, you know, listen to this. These binaural beats well, is what it feels like to be on cocaine. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. And these are what it feels like to be on LSD. And it's like, whoa, you're telling me instead of buying very expensive drugs that are dangerous, I can just put this on my iPod? Well, I'll give it a try. You know what I'm afraid of with binaural beats? I'm going to look them up Getting on like- Getting so uh, high on binaural cocaine? No, uh, pranks, Tom. I'm afraid that I'm going to look something up on YouTube and I'll be like, binaural beats, right? And you put mm-hmm. it on and then it's going for like five or six minutes 
and then it does like that uh, scary thing where it makes like a really loud noise. Yeah. 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 It would be scary. Yeah. Yeah. So Nobody should check put the those reviews. Up. Yeah. Um, but sometimes people get scared and then they just want to play along. They want other people to also suffer the way they have suffered. <laughs> other ways to get into uh, uh, a trance like state, Tim intoxicating substances. Well, you're halfway there, man. But what about absinthe? Remember when absinthe was like a big deal? Yeah, for like a minute. And then people were like, oh, you know, they're legalizing it, it, weed. All right, yeah. I'll just do that. <laughs> um, what's, what's the deal with absinthe? It's, it, it's green. Wormwood. Yeah, it, but like they were like, oh, it makes you trip balls. No, it doesn't. It's just well, alcohol, Well, like right? wormwood's hallucinogenic. So, I, like, some absinthe can be hallucinogenic, I think, mm. or, like, mildly hallucinogenic, or possibly strongly. But I think, basically, like, I don't think you really get that in the U.S. Right. But a bunch of people were like, look, we made it with probably all the same shit, but just, you know, we took out whatever. I don't know. It, it always seemed just, like, you know, a little too steampunk for me. Yeah. A little a little too Marilyn Manson. He has his own absinthe brand. Does he? Yeah. But it's green, right? I think yeah, I think I think like all the good stuff is green. Yeah. yeah. Um sexual activities. Right. Tim, you may have heard of this. A little phrase called blood sugar sex magic. Is that really a thing? Yeah. Oh yeah, like black magic. A lot of it's like sex, where it's like you gotta be like doing doing the chanting and the rituals, and then like at the moment of orgasm, that's when you say like you know Beelzebub, come forth, right? Because there's like sexual energy I'm coming interested out. Interested in this aspect of it, <laughs> implementing ritualistic items, swords, wands, a scrying mirror. I don't know what that is, or a crystal globe. Huh? And then, you know, just finding a silent, magically potent We're not going to do this. We're not going to be able to summon a demon. Um, you lied to me, Tom. Well, how do I know if your ritual is successful or not? There's no clear agreement on this point. Well, when, I mean, if you saw it, I would say, sure, sometimes it's successful and you might not know. But also, like, if a demon appears, you can't be like, yeah, but he didn't follow your wishes. Right. It's like it's still a demon pops yeah, so up. That's, you've summoned it. That's yeah. a that's a success in my book. If you ask for financial help from Mammon, it doesn't matter if Mammon didn't appear to you during the ritual. That's good because he didn't, right? No. Uh, what matters is whether you became more financially successful Let me in the check upcoming. My bank account. <laughs> All right, yeah. Go check your bank account. See if anything changed. Did a positive change that is out of the ordinary occur in your financial life during this period? If it did, you were successful. Hmm. What's the answer? I'm looking it up. <laughs> is there any, any mysterious deposits that have uh, occurred? I mean, here's the thing. This I feel like they're going to take credit for things. Like, uh, Well, that's demons for you, yeah. Right? Like, I think... Are they gonna take? Uh, oh, uh, interest earned. Oh, one dollar and seventy six cents. But like, I think that was gonna happen anyway. But where'd that money come from, Tim? My savings account. But where did it ultimately come from? The ether? You didn't put that money in there. The bank, I think. The bank put it in and there. And who told them to put it in there? I think we we had an agreement. 
they would pay me a certain amount of interest on mm-hmm. money that I gave them. It might have been mammon. This website has other good articles. Packs versus summonings. Packs? Evocations versus invocations. Ten demons that magicians summon for revenge. Ooh, I'd like to hear about the revenge <laughs> demons. Maybe we'll, <laughs> I'll take that answer off air. You can also um, uh, uh, request a ritual. There's a lot of people online nowadays who will do rituals for you, you know, as long as you pay them, which is pretty cool. I don't think that used to be the case. I think you used to have to, I don't know, hang around the hobby shop until you found somebody willing to do a ritual for you. We can ask around at the magic shop. That might get thrown out of there. Why? Black magic, Tim? They might be like, we don't do black magic They'll probably here. say like, how dare you? We don't do black magic here. Get out. And then they'll be like, all right. But then if we stay for three yeah. days then outside. Like, come in. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then right. we'll go to this whole, it'll open up into this uh, whole other thing. Yeah. And they'll be like, this is a, uh, a joy buzzer, but it's powered by black magic. Yeah. Now, uh, take this statue and (laughs) scoop up poop with it. (laughs) And then you don't have to pay. Yeah. Is that your card? (laughs) Is your card the Ace of Diamonds? If you like the show, you can find out more at tcgt.com. Sign up for our Patreon, patreon.com slash complete guide. This week, Books of Podcast, we're finishing up The Andromeda Strain. You remember the name of the book? Yeah. Sometimes uh, you don't remember the name of books. You I read. always think it's Andromeda, Andro or Andromedia strain. Oh, Andromeda. Andromeda strain. Uh, I finished it. What did I think about it? You're gonna have to pay to find out. <laughs> Patreon.com/slash/complete. We're not giving that gem away for yeah, free. You, you get all the back episodes too. You can also get uh, episodes early and ad free. <laughs> Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. Follow us on tr- on Instagram, TCGT. Follow us on Twitter at complete guide. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal, Tim. And follow Maimon into the underworld. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. I wouldn't trust Tim, like real talk. If, if I was like, look, we're going to do like a whole demon ceremony. I got us some mage robes. Mm-hmm. I got us some things to burn. Maybe I like hired a person. Would you be into that? Not in, not into it. And if you were not into it, would you not be into it because you were scared or because you thought it was lame? Depends. Are we monetizing this in this <laughs> scenario? <laughs> yeah. In this scenario, it's a Patreon exclusive. Um, Potentially. No, I think I would be at that point... The more um, like uh, equipment and other people mm-hmm. involved and paraphernalia, yeah. like I think that's when I would start to get maybe a little spooked. Like uh, maybe we should think about. Oh, it. see, so you, you just don't like uniforms and things like that. Yeah, I think that makes it real. Yeah, well, that's what the advice is that they're like, don't half acid. Do you know, make a whole ritual, get the candles out, and whole everything. Whole acid, baby. I think my honest take on all this stuff is not interested and i think because it's like look i think it doesn't work i think it's not real but then secondly if it is real that scares me yeah (laughs) and i don't want to be involved so it's like yeah you know 
not necessarily take your pick. I think ultimately it's like, eh, I think it's like silly and a waste of time. But then it's like, hey, if it's not silly and a waste of time, then it's scary. So exactly. I don't want to do it. Yeah. So it's like we're, you're either going to waste your time, which yeah. is not a compelling way to do it. I mean, we do this every week. So right. Yeah. Or maybe we should be summoning demons. Or, or a demon comes and then like. I don't know. Turns out uh, that kid's dad was right this whole time. Yeah. What if instead of doing this podcast uh, every week for like the last decade plus, uh, every week we just tried to summon a demon? Do you think we would have succeeded by now? I think we got that Malcolm Gladwell ten thousand hours. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think we'd be. I think we'd be like palling around with the demons by this like yeah like it would barely take much effort at this point every uh thursday to summon mammon or whoever yeah like people would be like you can't summon demons i'd be like oh really and a demon would appear and like put a pie in the person's face or something i'd be like uh you want to try that one again some of my best friends are demons you piece of shit and i'd be like uh paymon Show him. Yeah, and then he'd go, ooh, chick, please. <laughs> Wait, the demon one? No, or? no, no, your friend. My friend that I'm taking out for dinner to convince that I can summon demons? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What if my friend was like, uh, I'd sell for if you could just summon the waiter so we can get the check already. You ever be a, been at a restaurant it takes forever to get the check? I know what that's like. See you next week. <laughs> That was a HeadGum Podcast.